Welcome to the world of Pokemon! Magical place where people and Pokemon work together in perfect harmony, except when terrorist organizations try and use Pokemon to kill each other and destabilize the weather system and bring forth an apocalypse and break into other dimensions and gain the Infinity Gauntlet. Shit like that. <laughs> You three brave trainers are just starting, starting out in the region of Sinnoh, which just so happens to be celebrating its 1,000th anniversary of founding. Is that how grammar works? So, yeah. Anyways, it is the Sinnoh Millennium Festival that has been going on for the past four months and is going to keep going until the end of the year, basically. So I hope you feel really patriotic for this region. <laughs> okay. It also happens to be the day that you three are starting your Pokemon journey. You are all currently located in or around Eterna City, which just so happens to be the current location of Professor Rowan, the Pokemon professor for the Sinnoh region. I don't think any of you have met each other, so, uh, Julian, what are you doing? I I'm just, uh, uh, in my apartment right now. Just uh, make just doing some last minute mixes before I head out. Nice. All right. Yeah. Are your parents there? Uh, no, they're on business vacation oh. trip. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and is your Pokemon out? Uh, yeah, yeah. Eric's just uh on the on the table. Eric and... the Litten. Yes. Nice. He's just chilling. It's just on the table. I pet him every now and then. All right. Well, you should uh. Check the clock and notice what? that it's about time that you report to Rowan and get your Pokedex from him. Close the laptop, all that, throw it all in the bag, grab Cat, run out. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you putting Toast. him in his Pokeball or did you just grab him? I just grab him. Nice. <laughs> Toast in your mouth. Latin! <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, let's just... I also ask myself, what's a cat? <laughs> it's a shape. Okay. <laughs> Um, let's jump over to Belle. Where are you located in regards to the city? Um, I am over at the Poké Center. Alright, are you staying there overnight, taking advantage of their, like, resting capabilities, or... Yes. Alright. Yeah, I, say, rolled in last night, kind of tired, needed a place to crash, there's a Poké Center. Alright. And is there anyone with you other than your Pokemon? No. Alright. And what is your Pokemon? Mine is... Do, 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 do. Female Nidoran. Alright. Does she have a nickname? Um... Let's call her Myra. Alright. So you probably also notice the time and see it's about time to report to the mysterious building in the north end of town that has currently been repurposed into a secondary Pokemon laboratory. Cool. And you heard that that's where Professor Rowan is located. So you figure yeah. out? Yeah, I'll head there. All right. And lastly, Gabriel, what are you doing? I'm seeing my parents for the last time before I head off on my journey. All right. Finally taking off the bandages off of uh, my Krabby's. Uh, missing arm, and is now just it's it's now fully recovered after the amputation. 
I'm trying to make crabby noises. I don't know yeah. if they'll show up on the recording. Remember, crabby say. Okay. All right, and you're. Do you guys live in Eterna, or did they just like come with you on the way up? Um, no, we we lived elsewhere, but yeah, this is. I'm looking at the map. It's close to. Oh right, you guys said you live in Sand Gem. Yeah. But we're, we're there. I'm, I'm going to say that we came up here because that that particular coastline was hit by a big natural disaster, and my family is setting up base here with other Pokemon Rangers to help out the the Pokemon that have been displaced. All right, sounds good. Okay, so your parents they're saying goodbye to you, bidding you a fond farewell. Your mother, she's kind of tearing up, it's like. Oh, my sweet boy Gabriel, you're you're finally setting out to become a Pokemon master. <laughs> I'll be okay. I got my Krabby by my side. I'll make sure he's okay. And then your dad's like, "Well, son, you you just make sure you take care of that Pokemon because it's not going to be as strong as the other Krabbies out there, and so you need to be responsible for its uh, well-being." I will. Double as strong. <laughs> all, all right, son. Now. It's, it's probably time for you to go see Professor Rowan. I heard he's at the new laboratory in the north end of town, and I'm sure there's plenty of other young folk just like you who are starting their journeys out. So you, you go have fun. I will. All right, and then they hug you, and they say goodbye, and then they... I feel like they share a go-goat that they used to get around the region. So yes. they just hop on their go-goat. And they just go go it away. <laughs> <laughs> and is Lefty in the Pokeball right now, or is he just walking beside you? He's, yeah, I'll leave him out. All right. So, you three trainers are all walking up to the laboratory north end of town. Who was probably going to notice the other people first? Uh, um, I, I assume they're ahead of me, and I'm, like, running. <laughs> so I probably noticed, like, the two two people ahead of me, like, Yo, way to go, Mrs. Neil, the way And are either of you guys going to stop and, like, pay attention to him? So, I'm assuming he's, like... Much of a racket, definitely, like, turn and look. Yeah, I turn and look as well. Concerned. <laughs> Who the heck is this punk? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. I just kept running. Oh, he's <laughs> gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's sprinting. And, and as he goes by, you hear muffled bass drops. <laughs> <laughs> was that music? Oh, my, that was loud. Oh. Okay. Are you, are you two going to introduce yourselves to each other? You going the same way? Yeah, apparently, just not as at at a pace as that fellow there. Yeah. Huh, that's strange. I'm I'm only going to assume that he's also another one of the youth that's about to adventure off. Yeah. So you here for the thing with? With the Pokemon guy. professor? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm finally deciding to, to adventure off. Find purpose in life. Okay, cool. You guys are probably yeah. at the place by now. Yeah. Gates locked. Yeah. 
<laughs> just like standing there shaking on the gate. He's like, let us in. Stop having the gate be closed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not sound activated. Probably isn't. Also, hello. Sorry, sorry for being kind of rude back there. Uh, I didn't mean that. Uh, I was just in a hurry, but since my eagerness amounted to nothing with this game away. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> so my name's Julian. This is my this is my Lynn. His name's Eric. How are you guys? I assume we're all here for the same purpose. Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen a Lynn. That's that's an adorable little thing. I know, right? He's the cutest. I got him right before I moved here. I'm originally from, uh, uh, what's that place called? Ganalola. Ganalola? I, th- I think I've heard about that before. Yeah, it's a, like, island nation. It just cropped up recently in the news because of God stuff happening. You know, the same deal as every other place here. Oh, I can, I can only imagine. Yeah. People and become gods. But sorry, yes, thanks. Uh, my name is Gabriel. Ah, oh, nice to meet you, Gabe. Yeah, and this is my little buddy, Krabby. Call oh, him Claw. He's got one claw. Yes. He, is, how, what, what happened to him? Me and my family rescued him from, an, uh, from a predicament. There's a tornado that. Or... You know what? I'm, I'm, I've seen so many natural disasters. I think it was, was it a hurricane. It was by the beach, but regardless... Hurricanes didn't happen near beaches, from what sources, sources say. <laughs> regardless, there was a natural disaster, and we found this poor little guy with his claw stuck under a boulder. Unfortunately, the only way we could save it by it was by amputating its claw. No. So I've taken it under my wing, and I'm going to take care of it. That's good. And he looks very ready to bash stuff in. His claw. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you said it, buddy. He's still getting used to not having it, but I just took the bandages off today. It's fully healed. That's good. That's good. So what's with with you, whoever you are? (laughs) You haven't said your name yet. Okay. Hi, Belle. Yeah, I'm from Canton. Oh, also a foreigner. Yeah? So what brings you here, besides the obvious? Eh, needed to change. Hmm. Well, there's only so much that you could really do in Kanto after a while. <laughs> I mean, besides going to other places, I assume. But yeah. Yeah, here it's kind of like the boonies out there. Yeah, yeah, you're um, pretty right on money about that. Hmm. All right, so I guess introductions are complete. How about everybody do a perception check? And to do that, it's you roll uh, the amount of d6s that are listed by your perception rank. Ooh, that's different. Okay. Perception two. Actually, yeah, I think you're all at two for perception. I skipped that part of the book. I thought it was going to just be a d20 for a lot of things. There we go. I got it. You got a nine? Yeah. Okay. So you're pretty engrossed in the conversation with the other two trainers then. Oh, seven. So, Julian, you only just noticed... No, it's not, it's yeah. not this plus your rank. It's your rank is how many dice you roll. Oh, okay. So, so that's just five. five. 
So you're only just able to notice the people in front of you. You briefly forget that you're holding Eric. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and uh, Lindsay, what'd you roll? I got um, a seven. All right. Okay. Shoot. I... <laughs> Did you make the DC 10 or something? No, I I knew you had to roll D6s. I forgot to take into account the fact that D6 6 plus 6 only goes up to 12. <laughs> so, you know... <laughs> we'll just rush past that and we'll say that you all notice the fact that you three seem to be the only trainers who are at the gates right now. Okay. Even though it's around the time that the flyers said trainers could come get their Pokedexes. Mm. Strange. Something's not right. Yeah. This city has more children, doesn't it? I think it does. It is a city. And children tend to be (laughs) in cities. Uh, As you guys are talking, you hear a click at the gate and it swings open. And you see a woman in her early 30s walking out the door. And she has long, dark blue hair and kind of a funky white and pink beanie on her head. And she comes out and says, Oh, hello, you guys must be the new trainers that are getting your Pokedexes today. My name's Dawn, I'm Professor Rowan's assistant, and is, is this everybody? Uh, seems like it. Yeah. Nobody else has come by. Huh, well, that's a bit disappointing. We were hoping it would be a really big show and everything this morning. But, you know, I guess it does make sense. I mean, there have been a lot of other Pokemon professors in the region lately, and with the festivities going on, a lot of people are finding their star Pokemon and Pokedexes at secondary locations. So, I I guess you three just get the entire rigmarole. So, why don't you guys follow me, and we can go into the lab. Okay. Okay. And so she leads you inside this building, which it has a really intimidating exterior because it's like dark blue and has spikes on the side. Like a old cathedral or something? No, like a a weapon. Oh, a weapon. (laughs) Yes, and you guys are vaguely aware of the fact that it used to be an evil team's base before it was reclaimed by the city. But you're also not sure why they never refurbished the outside to make it not look like an evil villain's base. Yeah, they should have called, like, Mike Holmes or something. <laughs> Flip that. Yeah. Pokemon Mike Holmes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but when you go inside, it's actually really nice. There's, like, a lot of white and silver furniture and a lot of uh, te- technological devices going on. You see some scientists that are working with and on Pokemon practicing moves with them or running diagnostics to see how they're doing. There are several Pokeball transporters that are going back and forth, and you see little blinking dots across a map of the entire Pokemon region as Pokemon are transferred back and forth across all of Sinnoh. Cool. And and at the head of the lab is a very old man. He's kind of hunched over. He's got a cane, but he still looks like he's got some spirit in him. And he is looking at a podium that has three Pokeballs in it. It's perfect, it's perfect, it's perfect. Uh, I'm writing <laughs> down because of this exterior, well, interior and all that to give me inspiration for new stuff <laughs> on, for music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and are, are you really inspired by the bleeps and the bloops of Pokemon yeah. being transferred? Yeah, yeah. The- all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You must have been really sheltered then. <laughs> Because that seems like it'd be a common noise. 
I came from Island Nation. Okay. Where it was like tiki's and stuff. I mean, Trials. they also have the, the most advanced physics lab there, too. I wasn't there. Long I'm strong enough. enough to punch holes in dimensions. I didn't see that. <laughs> All right, so the old man, he turns and he sees, like, oh, hello there. You must be the first of the new trainers. And then Don comes over and is like, uh, actually, sir, I, I think they're the only new only trainers. Only ones. <laughs> Unless we have a lot of people sleeping in. Yeah, that would be. Oof. Well, well, I guess that's possible. I mean, there were a lot of festivities last night for hey, the millennials. Wasn't there a Jigglypuff concert last night? Oh, uh, yes! That that does make more sense, then. <laughs> Did I go to that? I can't recall. <laughs> I don't know. I don't most people will remember, sir. Oh, well, well, I'm glad you three children were responsible enough to stay away from that music. Yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. that modern stuff that children are listening to these days. It doesn't make any sense. It's all just bleeps and bloops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and Don sees you turning bright red. He's like, "Are you okay, young man?" I'm fine. It's all good. Life is great, and I love everyone. <laughs> well, that's a great attitude to have here, young man, because when you receive your first Pokemon, you need to love and cherish and respect it. Second. Oh, I'm sorry? Second. And I hold up Eric. Oh, look at that. It's a... Uh... Is that a Growlithe? Uh, wrong genus. Oh, it's it's a litten. I I see that. No, yeah, what a kind yeah. Pokemon! And yeah. he reaches out to give it scratches behind the ears. Yeah, he loves it. Okay, I did have a feeling that might go the other way, but I'm glad <laughs> no, you that your your Pokemon didn't maul an old man. Lynn's <laughs> also lonely, so he's kind of a suck. Okay, Aww. his nature's lonely, so he's a suck. Okay, so Rowan, he pets the Litten, and then he turns to look at the three Pokeballs, and he's like, oh, well, I was going to say, oh, it's rather serendipitous that I have three starter Pokemon, and there's three of you, but I, I guess we only need two of them. Still, I guess both of you have a choice for your first Pokemon as well. We've already got Pokemon. Yes, I've, I have yeah. my little fellow right here. And, and he kind of looks between <laughs> the three of you. Like, well, and, 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 and a fire type. Well, that's a water type. And I think that one can learn solar beam. <laughs> well, I think a needle queen can learn grass moves, right? Right? Uh, that's entirely possible. I, I need to consult my Pokedex. Oh, oh right! The, the Pokedexes! Yeah, that's kind of what we're here for. Yeah. And so he kind I mean, of... well, I'll take a Pokemon off your hands, sir. Oh, 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 no, I, I'm sorry. Like, I appreciate the enthusiasm, but these are for people without any Pokemon whatsoever. Oh, those losers. 
Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they could be your fellow trainers one day. Some of them might even go on to be the champions of the Pokemon League. And he kind of stares off into the distance. (laughs) And Dawn just kind of face palms. I I just lean over to Bill and it's like, yeah, I can't change. I can be them all. (laughs) Yeah. And so Belle, she walks over and she kind of pushes the podium out of the way because it's on wheels. <laughs> and, and then she walks over to a nearby by counter and she grabs some Pokedexes. And these are the latest advanced model Pokedexes from Kalos. Because they don't fucks with that Rotom shit. Yeah, that stuff's <laughs> weird. I almost got one and now I was like, nah. <laughs> I always thought it was a neat idea, but... Whatevs. Don's like, no, you, you might be wondering why we don't have Rotom Dexes, but due to some weird legal matters in Sinnoh, the Rotom counts as a Pokemon, and there are reports of people sending the Rotom out of the Pokedex to attack people in the middle of battles, and it was breaking the number of Pokemon they could have at a single time, and then someone put it in a car, and oh, that was just a complete <laughs> tragedy. So we we use the Kalos models because they're the more advanced. They have the complete holographic displays and they also double as cell phones. So you can use them to store all of your contact info and you can send text messages and call people with them as well. So better not fucking lose them. Basically, I mean, (sighs) no insurance company in the world is going to believe you when you lost your Pokedex because it might be the only thing that keeps you alive out there. And she smiles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like her already. <laughs> That's really reassuring. And then Rowan kind of waves his cane and is like, Oh yes, well, as wonderful as the Pokemon world is, it's also quite dangerous. There are many powerful Pokemon out there. In fact, Sinnoh boasts the highest number of legendary Pokemon ever spotted in a single region. In fact... In fact, if you just look to the east, and he kind of waves his cane back and forth, trying to remember which way that is, (laughs) and he finally settles in one direction. To the east of this lab is a large statue of the legendary Pokemon Palkia and Giratina. And they are two of the strongest Pokemon that anyone has ever known. Except, of course, for perhaps the stuff in Alola. I hear you guys have quite a torn history. Uh, yeah, there was, like, Space Lion and Bat, and those things can go through, like, dimensions, from what I heard. Oh, yeah, this is a while. Yes, you, you seem to hail from quite an advanced region. I hope that Sinnoh isn't too low tech for you. That's pretty good. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. Well, then, do you have your Pokemon, clearly. Well, I guess that just means more for the other trainers if they show up. And you have your Pokedexes. I do feel bad not giving you anything else to go on your travels with. And he kind of puts his hand to his chin and he ponders for a bit. Oh, oh, I know. And then he kind of digs through the pockets of his lab coat and he produces three little coupons that have pictures on egg, of eggs on them. These are some egg vouchers, and do you three know what an egg voucher is? Uh, what's an egg voucher? Well, what it is, is 
Quite often, when Pokemon are left at daycare centers, then egg appears. And we don't know how that works. I mean, we've been studying Pokemon for at least 20 or 30 years, but it still doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, they never have explained that, have they? <laughs> I mean, do, do you know anything about that game? Um... No, Mom. Mom and Dad never really told me anything about that. Never gave me that talk? No. <laughs> okay. Like, I I know some things on making or getting Pokemon to breed, but for some reason I just don't know how it ends up with an egg. Just kind of white, white out and then... Yeah, I just kind of white out. You know that feeling when you lose... No, wait, I don't have any, I haven't experienced that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, not all of these eggs are taken back by the owners of the Pokemon. So what we do is we raffle off the eggs to deserving trainers. And so you can take these egg vouchers and if you find yourself at a Pokemon daycare or if you just find a traveling Pokemon breeder, you can trade them in for one egg. Well, neat. And so he hands one out to each of you. And then he looks at you to make sure you're ready like... Now, the three of you, you seem like very upstanding young people, young people, young folks, young people. You're young. And the thing about being young is that you have your whole lives ahead of you. And that means you have your whole lives ahead of you to become wonderful Pokemon trainers. But remember, if you don't beat the Pokemon League within a year, then what's the point? (laughs) Hmm. Reminds me of show. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes, I'm familiar with that show, Master Chef. Yes. <laughs> That's the All right, now you best be on your way. We have a very long line of other trainers coming to get your starter Pokemon. Should we tell them? And Don walks over, like, no, no, it's it's fine. He he'll be all right. He just he's a bit like this in the mornings. Oh, That's unfortunate. Sure. And she kind of ushers you outside and kind of sort of shoves you out the doors. <laughs> All right, now, I'd love to give you the full tour, but we do have a lot of work to be done in the Pokemon lab. But I will let you all know that there, now that you are official Pokemon trainers, there are many things you can do. If you want to head south, then you can make your way to Orberg City, or you could head west and go through Mount Coronet, and eventually you'll reach Hearthome City, or you could head east. No, you get to if you go east, you go to Hearthstone. I'm sorry, maps are confusing. <laughs> if you go west, eventually you'll find yourself in the Eterna Forest, where there are a lot of grass and bug type Pokemon. Or if you want to start your Pokemon uh, Pokemon League challenge right now, we have a gym right here in our very own city of Eterna that's led by Gardenia, the Mistress of Grass. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So you guys want to travel together? Uh, Rose's kind of lonely um, by, its own, by, its, by itself, you know. That sounds like a plan. I mean, it, this this all does seem fair, fairly intimidating. Also, do we have to get this stuff like register, like the, our Pokédexes registered, or like forms or anything? Like, oh, oh you know, no, you, some legal stuff. I, I'm sure you you or your parents would have already filled out the pre-registration forms. 
You you do have parents, right? I mean, I do. They're not home ever. Oh well, well, we don't necessarily need parents. It's just usually the parents take the lead because the Pokemon trainers they just generally kind of start and and go. Um, just a moment, and she pulls out her own Pokédex and she scrolls through some files, and she finds okay. So um, if I remember correctly, you're Julian. Yes. And you're Gabriel. Yes. So you two... Oh, so it looks like your parents have actually already filled out everything for you. Oh, thank God. Now, now what was your name, miss? Belle. Belle, okay. And she kind of scrolls through the file, and she scrolls a really long time. (laughs) Oh, okay, um, yes, yes, this looks like you. It it looks like your, your Pokedex was registered about three years ago. Tried at the Bucket League in Kanto. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess they do start out much younger there. All right. Well, in that case, I guess the three of you are all set. Um, good luck with your your uh, conquests, whether you're being going to battle the gym leaders or try the Pokemon contests, or you're just going to catch as many Pokemon as you want. There's really no one way to become a Pokemon master. I, I know what Rowan said, but... The, the most of the professors are kind of focused on just the league, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it's kind of a one-track mindset, don't you think? Yeah. So he's, he's very old. I think he's the oldest of all the Pokemon professors. It's set in his ways. He used to be Professor Oak, but then, well, you know. <laughs> Somehow Rowan got older than him. Well then. You guys want to go on an adventure? That's... That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, which way are you guys going? Where are we gonna go? There, there's three ways we can take. This north isn't doesn't exist anymore. Well, it's just a sheer cliff face. I mean, who says we can't climb that? <laughs> Do you want to try climbing the mountain that Eternity is nestled against? No. <laughs> uh, Why not? Fear. <laughs> uh, you guys wanna hmm it was what south to Orberg yes it's south to Orberg or west to the Eterna Forest or east to Mount Coronet and after that is hearth home okay so uh, we were discussing routes yes yeah. there we go uh, okay. I'm thinking Orberg so to the south yeah, so uh, I'm blind by the seat of my pants. I have really no destination, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> the gym right now seems a little intimidating, especially since it, with my experience, Krabby will not stand much of a chance against the grass dominant gym. Yeah, so. you can probably use use a guy like Eric here. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Don't know if I'm quite prepared to to face that challenge. Yeah, I should probably. Go into the forest and do some training, or go down a route and do some training. Catch some Pokemon. Yeah. I think all roads lead to catching Pokemon. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think we might have a better chance of finding different type Pokemon that might be good against uh, at Grass Gym if we go south or something. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, 
Yes, if that's what you guys want to do, I'm fine with anything. All right. South it is. All right, so you guys have decided to go to Route 206. And Route 206 is really interesting because there are two ways to traverse it. You can either go down the cycling road or you can go underneath the road and travel through all of the bush and shrubbery. I think we have bikes. Can we rent bikes? Is, do you see a place to rent bikes? No. I don't think I do. No. Do I see a place I can rent bikes? Well, you see some bikers gathered. Like, not, not like a, a biker gang. Just like people okay. who ride bikes. Okay. Some cyclists. Yes. Do you guys want to approach the cyclists? Sure. Yes. Sure. Hail! <laughs> uh, um, hail. <clears throat> Hi, kids. You, what would you like? Uh, we're just, uh, starting our journey today, and, uh, we were wondering if you could give us some, uh, tips and tricks on how to traverse this area. Oh, well, you could go down Cycling Road if you have a bike, or, well, I guess you don't really need a bike, but that might get dangerous. Yeah, I figured. Um, so, how does one go about getting a bike? Oh, well, you can buy them in Jubilife City, I believe. Yes, that's where I got mine. And he turns to his uh, compatriot like, is that where you got yours? And like, oh, no, I, I actually had this shipped in special from, from the Hoenn region. That's, you can tell it's a special Rydell model. And she, like, shows you the bike and just says, Rydell, 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 all across the bike. <laughs> Dang. That's a cool bike. Yeah, it's, it's fr- and she kind of, she motions you closer. It's free advertising. <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you have like Rydell stickers or something? Uh... Maybe. And she looks in to her fanny pack, and yeah, she pulls out three sets of Rydell bike slaps you can put on your bike or your helmets if you had them. <laughs> May I have one? Oh yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm not sure where you'll put it right now, but so... I have a place in mind. Okay. On <laughs> Lynn. and then the guy's like oh yeah yeah, those are pretty nice but if you guys don't have bikes you might want to wait until you can buy one at Jubilife City Uh, in the meantime you can probably go through the underbrush underneath I mean the Pokemon aren't that strong I'm I'm guessing you guys are beginning trainers? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah then, then you guys will fare fine. In fact, I, I heard sometimes there are even some rare Pokemon down there, but I've never seen anything incredibly special. Hmm. Well, I guess we should try our chances with that bush. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> For Pokemon. All right, let's go. All right, so you wander into the tall grass. It's <laughs> lit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's some tall grass. Yeah. And are are you guys looking for any specific kind of Pokemon? Uh, I'm looking for anything that can help me right now. Just literally that's anything. It. Really anything right now. Okay. <laughs> or what about you, Gabe? Are you looking for anything special? I think just given the current uh, current knowledge, like. I guess, you know, it, it going through my mind, maybe I should maybe think about getting a Pokemon that could help me against that gym. And I'm trying to think to myself, it's like, wait, what? I actually got to think out loud. It's like, what types are good against grass? Fire? Fire. Uh, yeah, fire is poison? a good one. Yeah. Uh, poison? 
Isn't flying good against yes. it? I think flying's good against it. Yeah. And as you guys are discussing this, you hear a little rustle in, in the trees next to you. And out trots a pair of ponytop. And they kind of run right past you, and it looks like they're chasing something. And you also notice that there's some, something going on underneath the ground next to you. And then all of a sudden, out pops a Ninkata. Oh. Oh. Hi, buddy. Mm. Oh, yeah, bug, bug Pokemon are good against grass. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know about that. I'm going to take this opportunity to use my Pokedexes. I don't. I have not met an Ninkata before. Just all three of us have our Pokedexes <laughs> right in his face. You're such nerds. My mom and dad used to... We, 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 grew, we, we raised a couple Ponytots. I know those types. I, I've seen them before. And, oh, yeah, and whenever you guys use your Pokedex to note a Pokemon, you get one experience point. All right, good. So you can all mark one experience as you hear about... What do you hear about? Ninkata, the trainee Pokemon. Ninkata can sometimes live underground for more than 10 years. They absorb nutrients from the roots of trees. They sense their surroundings using antenna instead of their virtually blind eyes. Oh. And then, yeah, as you watch the Ninkata kind of run around, it basically runs smack dab into Gabriel's leg. Ah! And then just kind of flails with his little claws. Oh, poor little guy. I think it's calling for you, buddy. You should take this opportunity. Wait, do we even, did we start Pokeballs yet? I'm yes, pretty we sure do. you yes. have some Pokeballs yes, to start I bought Pokeballs. Oh, Lindsay, we never discussed what items you have. Oh. We'll assume um, that you have Poke... We'll assume you have the necessities. Yeah. Poor little guy, I might just be able to throw a Pokeball right now. No, no, I need to learn how to do this. Okay, Krabby, first time, we could do this. Hey, you also have type advantage, I think. It's a ground type as well, isn't it? I look at my Pokedex, it, it, it labels this kind of stuff, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a bug ground type, so, and Krabby's a water type, so you got type advantage, bud. Yeah. Um, are you two also going to try and catch the Ponyta? Or battle them? Um... I guess I'll try battling a ponytail. I've already got fire type, so I'm gonna yeah. help out uh, Gabriel here. You can, <laughs> handle, you can handle a ponytail on your own, right, Belle? Yeah, I think so. You know what, let's just say that since Ninkata is kind of startled and doesn't quite know what's going on, that Krabby will be able to attack first. Okay. I know the Krabby... Has got bubble, mud sport, and vice, and vice grip. grip. So, which of those attacks do you want to use? I don't think I want to freaking crush the little guy. I'm going to throw bubbles at it because that is a water move. Crap, I use bubble! Okay, so now let's see. So, you roll a d20 for accuracy, there and bubble see. has an accuracy check of 2. Okay, what did you roll for the d20? 12. Okay. So yeah, you're going to hit it with bubble. And the damage is... That's going to be 11 plus Krabby's attack. Uh, 17 attack. You know what? Yeah, let's just say that that brings the Ninkata down to pretty low health. 
It looks like he's on the ropes, man. To... Oh, wait, no. Hang on. You said 17? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we'll say it's down to 2 HP. Ooh, I dinged that guy. Yo, know, he's gotta go now. This is how this is work. Cause like, I click it. It's like, okay. Whew. He's like in the anime where they start off like really small. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Make it big. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, so you, you, th- you don't really throw the Pokeball. Because when it got hit by Bubble, it just kind of stumbled backwards. Oh, okay. Let's go. So you just kind of point it and bop it, I guess. It's like, bop it. (laughs) And it's in your hand, shaking like, dude, 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 ding. Oh, there we go. You caught an Encanta. I fought. (laughs) See how Belle's doing. Yeah. Yeah, let's cut over to Belle and Myra, who are fighting a Ponyta. Yeah, this might be interesting. Um... Okay, so what what did you say you did against Ponyta? Um, I am gonna use uh, Scratch. All right. Okay, so that's an accuracy check of two. So roll your d twenty. Uh, sixteen. Oh yeah, so that'll hit. Okay. And it does. Scratch also does eleven damage plus your uh, Myra's attack. Eleven plus eight. That's. 19. All right. So you also bring Ponyta down to... Actually, oh, heck. Oh, heck. I might have knocked her out. Yeah, I I, I think you knocked her out. She's more of a fast... Can we we catch knocked out Pokemon like in the anime? They're just fucking lying there? Well, here's the thing about knocked out Pokemon is that you haven't really earned their respect... So you could throw your Pokeball at it, and you'd probably catch it, but it's probably going to be pissed at you when it wakes up. Mm, shoot. I never thought about it like that, yeah. yeah. But you could also do that, because you can probably win its affection over later. Oh, on, poor, on, little, on... poor little guy, is the second Ponyta still around? Do we want to just try to... It depends. Are you going to try and catch this first Ponyta? You know what? I feel bad for it, so... And I think I might be able to win its affection. Okay. So. Whip that Pokeball. <laughs> yeah. Whip it. Dude, 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 ding! You caught a Ponyta. Yay! And that other Ponyta gets really spooked and runs away. And Have since. <laughs> And since you've caught a Ponyta, you'll also get its uh, Pokedex entry pop up. So it's like buffering and buffering and Ponyta, the fire horse Pokemon. Ponyta is very weak at birth. It can barely stand up. This Pokemon becomes stronger by stumbling and falling to keep up with its parent. That's an adorable description. <laughs> it is. I got the saw it. I got this. I saw it earlier when I was a kid. We raised some Ponytas. <laughs> Poor little guys. Hmm. All right, and yeah, the other pony talk got kind of spooked by that, so it just runs off. It's like, nope, I'm well, not dealing with this. I don't blame it. All right, so uh, now you guys have some extra Pokemon. Are you guys going to name them? Uh, probably give us a sec. Oh, I think I might t- make this a theme because my first one was was named after wrestling. And I think my character's gonna like wrestling, so 
I thought hmm. your Krabby was Clawbert. Yeah, no, no. Yes. Wait, did we name it Clawbert? I yeah, like Clawbert and, and Snake. Like Clawbear. Oh, right, Clawbear. Clawbear. Nickname was like Lefty or something. Yeah, yeah. first, and then I thought, I was like, I thought, I just randomly thought of wrestling at the time. I was like, wait, Paul Bear, Claw Bear, Claw Bear. So I just call him, I just call him Claw. Maybe use the skull. Oh, no, not skull hammer. Uh, <laughs> Crab hammer. Crab hammer. <laughs> That's Paul Bear. Okay, my impression of Paul Bear. Good to know. Okay, while Duncan desperately looks up wrestler name puns, <laughs> Lindsay, do you have any ideas? Is there ever a uh, blind wrestler? Uh, probably, but I'd like the no. independence. Thinking just off the top of my head, how about I call this ponytail Billy? All right. Oh yeah, I didn't pick genders for either of them. We'll assume they're both guys, because it seems like that's where you're going. <laughs> Billy. No, why not? Alright, so you've got some Pokemon. They're, well, considering Billy has fainted and the Ninkata only has 2 HP left, you probably can't use them in battles. Mm-hmm. Well, the Poke Center's back there. Maybe we just do a quick run back and then we'll... I don't know. <laughs> just do the back and forth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can do that. I, guess. <laughs> I never thought of it's that. It's a cheap cost-saving way. It is. Because <laughs> Pokemon Center's free, isn't it? That, yeah. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, we run back there. You come back. We're going to have... Legs. Walk past the cyclists. Like, hey, guys, we caught Pokemon. Oh, hey, oh, these two have. Oh, good job, you... Oh, the, those are some... Well, I, I guess they can't see them. I was going to have them comment on them. What you guys catch? <laughs> well, yeah. He could have... I got a ponytail. We got to heal them up. That's a really smart move. I mean, I, we don't see a lot of people doing that. Probably because it's, it's a lot of legwork and you have to go back and forth. It's so much easier with a bicycle. <laughs> and then the other guy turns to like no, Caprice, don't don't be like that. They don't have, they're just kids. They don't have bicycles yet. <laughs> Man, what the hell's wrong with these people? Get it together, Caprice. <laughs> okay, so while you guys are healing, I'm gonna figure out your Pokemon's natures. Alright, so Billy the Ponytail is gonna have a proud nature. And then the Ninkata is going to have impish nature. All right, see so guys, you go back to the Poke Center. You're healing your Pokemon up, and then while the machine is running, you see one of the Nurse Joys chatting with what looks like a scientist, and they're in long white lab coat, and lab coat's got a, a big teal L on the back of it, and the scientist they've got like the big shiny glasses, and I'll say they have silver hair. Hmm, that guy looks... Familiar. Yeah. Anybody got any idea who he is? You guys could roll general knowledge. Or general education. Uh, so that one is... That's a two for me. So, 2d6? Yes. What check, sorry. Uh, seven. Yeah, seven here too. For what? 
For uh, general, general education. education. Oh, general education. Blah, blah, blah. Two. Six. Six. Okay, so you're all generally aware that while he looks like a few famous people in the Pokemon world, he looks a little bit like Wally and a little bit like Steven. But this is actually a guy that you don't think you've ever seen in the Pokemon news before. Hmm. That's fair. I'm going to go up and talk. <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, sir. Uh, how are you doing today? <laughs> And he he kind of stops his conversation with Nurse Joy very suddenly, and he turns to you and is like, Oh, hello there, young man. I am doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I, I just uh, I, I just know you look like someone I know, but I just can't put my finger on it. You look really familiar. Hmm, that's interesting. I have been told that I have... One of those faces, and he does that, one of those faces in air quotes. Perhaps my general, perhaps my generic features resemble some people that you might be more familiar with. Like, but, a, like a Wallace or a Stephen Stone, you know. Oh, yes, I suppose those are two people. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, my name is Cameron, and I am a member of the uh, new laboratory system that we are setting up in Sinnoh with the assistance of Professor Rowan. Oh, yeah, you're kind of the reason why not a lot of people showed up today to Professor Rowan's very intimidating laboratory. Yes, that is an unfortunate design flaw left over from when Team Plasma was trying to take over Sinnoh and possibly the world. That seems to be the goal of most of those bad teams, from but, what I've read. But rest assured, the the Logos Foundation is not going to do anything like that. And then he kind of sure, pauses, sure. and he's like, we're also not like the Aether Foundation. Yeah. I, oh, I know those guys. I remember them from when I was living in uh, Lola. Yeah, yeah, the, those guys got bad sometimes. But they got better from what I heard. Yes, they do try and encourage the unions between humans and Pokemon so that they can work in harmony better. And that is a similar goal to the Lagos Foundation. We are here to use logic and science to make sure that Pokemon and human can reach their maximum potential together. Hmm. Hmm. I look back and I don't know if the others are with me. I just yeah. look back and I'm like, and then Nurse Joy sees you looking kind of iffy and she's like, oh, oh, don't worry, young man. I've been talking with Mr. Cameron for quite some time now, and a lot of what he's saying is quite nice. He's helping us upgrade our healing technologies that can go faster. He's helping us expand our Pokemon transfer machines so they can access other regions. It's all really interesting and advanced stuff. I mean... We've been working on this technology for years in the industry, and we only make small leaps, but I think with the resources of the Lagos Foundation, we'll really be able to make some incredible scientific breakthroughs. Huh. Okay. That's neat. Well, uh, it was nice to meet you, uh, Mr. Cameron. Yeah, that was your name. Yes, I'm sure that you'll see some of our other members and your travels across the Sino region. All right. Uh, look forward to it. Yeah. As will I. And then he immediately turns back to Nurse Joy and starts continuing their conversation again. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm back to the group. I'm like, do you guys want to 
roll any stats to see if you can figure something out about them, like intuition or anything? Uh, well, I'm, uh, you know what, I will, let's figure out how this intuition rule works. Okay, there. Actually, Gabriel has the highest intuition. Do I? Don't you? Did I write that wrong wrong? I, I think you... I think I mixed something up. No, oh no, maybe I mixed something up. <laughs> okay, because I got a two in it. Yeah, my notes here say that Gabriel should have a three in intuition. Right, I mixed that up. Where did I put that three? Okay, and then I, I put think... that three in Pokemon education. Or was it supposed to be both? I can't remember if it was two threes. We'll figure that out yeah. after. <laughs> All right, so I guess... yeah. So you can roll three D6s for that then. Bam. Triple snake eyes. Eight, 13. All right. Yeah. All right, so Gabriel, this guy, he, he definitely seems like he means well, but there is something a little off about him, but you're guessing it's just his uh, stilted way of speaking. Yeah. He may not be used to speaking with people as often as other people have. Mm. One of those, like, lab rats. Yeah. I can relate. It's one of those times they actually let him out. <laughs> All right, so then you hear the do 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 do, and your Pokemon are healed. The Chansey hands it over to you, Chansey. Thank you, Chansey. And the other Nurse Joy is like, "So, are you guys having fun on your Pokemon journey? How how long have you been out here? Uh, what, like what two hours? hours? Yeah, hour two hours. Yeah. Oh, and and you're already back here. Uh, yeah, these guys caught Pokemon, and well. She knocked it out by accident, and he... Oh. Was, yeah. Oh, well, that... I mean, I guess it's not illegal, but you you may want to take a look at that Pokemon and, and make sure they're not angry about you catching them while they yeah. were fainted. Where's a safe place to do that? Oh, well... Probably not in here. <laughs> yes, we would prefer that you don't release some potentially volatile Pokemon in the Pokemon Center. Um, if I, like... Body armor. So if that thing charges, like it's a ponytail. If that thing charges her, she's gonna get destroyed. No, we don't have anything like that. This is a pastoral gardening city. Now I know what you're thinking. How could you have an entire city running on the gardening industry? But trust me, that's how it works. And you know, so... I stopped questioning things a long time ago, lady. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are my parents? I'm sure, I'm sure they love you very much, wherever they are. And she kind of pats you on the shoulder. Roll intuition. <laughs> Five? Okay, she just seems really nice and really sad for you. Hey, does anyone else want to roll intuition on Nurse Joy? Yeah. Yeah. Eleven. Nine. Okay, you both are pretty sure she thinks his parents are dead. (laughs) (laughs) They've been on vacation for like a year now. (laughs) Anyways, if, if you want to have some recreational times with your Pokemon, there's actually a nice little garden area in the northeasterly part of the city. You, you can't miss it. It's with the giant statue of the Palkia and the Dialga. And occur- occasionally oh, the Giratina. 
Well, we're, it's kind of... Listen, it was built about a thousand years ago, right. and I they all imagine. kind of look the same. Okay. So we just kind of pick whichever name we remember first. <laughs> okay. That's very fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if well, checking on that... On Billy here is going to be safe over in the park. I might have to head back to the trail. Okay, do you guys want to head back to the trail? Let's head back to the trail. Okay. Let's head back to the trail. The cyclists are still there. (laughs) Caprice is just doing wheelies while she wheels around the other guy who I'm going to name him Chase. And he's just kind of sitting there with his head in his hands. And he sees you guys and he gives you kind of a pitying look. I, I just... I just... Do like a chest bump and like point at him like heart goes out to you, man. <laughs> he he gives you a little nod and then re- like returns to watching Caprice literally run circles around him. <laughs> like this is why my parents didn't let me have a bike. <laughs> so you want to check on that check on that ponytail? Yeah. We're in the underbrush. Wait, are we, like, in a, a treed area or in darkness? Well, I'd say uh, you should go in one of the more open places. So yeah. if it's going to run yeah. around and do bullshit. Okay, now I've already looked, I already looked at the Pokedex, and I was, I was, I'm reading on this guy's like, oh, he doesn't like the sunlight. So oh, I want to find a shady area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. When I release him, I want to I be courteous to him. Hmm. Okay, well, I want to welcome him. I want to be, I want a good first impression when I release him. First impressions do matter. Well, if I remember correctly, there should be like a cave entrance near where we are. Yeah. Oh wait, cave? Yeah, no, well, that might work. Um, that was any tree or anything. Maybe we're like underneath, like the bike paths are. Yeah. We? So there's like a yeah. big shady strip going down the middle. Yeah. And some parts of this route, there's little coppices of trees. Some of them are more open plains. And, yes, if you look around the, the way Belle remembers, you do see a place that looks like it could be the entrance to a cave, surrounded by a bunch of, like, large rocks and rubble. Okay, cool. You want to just release it out here and check on them? I could just track them under, 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 under your tree here. Yeah. And I release... I'm probably going to go down a little bit just to keep you guys safe. Okay, sounds so, fair. I still want just... to see this. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's going to be... Julian and Bell, and then Gabriel all on his own. Yeah. Yeah. My little bug pal. Bug pal. Alright, so are you letting Billy out of his ball? Yep. I'm prepared to die. Pony! Pony! (laughs) (laughs) And it looks really pissed and confused, and like it kind of recognizes the area you're in, but it also knows that you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> and it glares at you. Okay, so I drop my stuff. Just make myself a bit as threatening as possible. I don't know how to whisper to horses, so I don't know how to whisper to Ponyta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just... Check if you have any moves that help with this kind of thing. Just say sweet nothings to it. <laughs> I, I yell, don't look big! 
If you oh, wave your arms and look big, you're going to intimidate it. Scared and confused and maybe hungry. <laughs> Alright, uh, Lindsay, roll a command. Um, Two, so that's with the D6? Yeah, two D6s. Okay. Five. And six, so eleven. Oh, nice. Okay, so whatever you do to earn this point of disrespect is gonna work. So what do you do? Okay, um... Well, first of all, I'm gonna try and look as non-threatening as possible, so probably, like, make myself look a bit smaller... And then kind of let the pony talk come towards me. All right. So he walks over and he's kind of wary. And every few steps, he kind of takes a step back. And then he comes a bit closer. And he uh, kind of looks at you. And he like, is try- he's trying to figure you out because you don't seem like a threat. I'm trying to be sorry. Um calmly telling this pony Todd, like, I didn't mean to knock it out. Um, I'm, I don't want to hurt it. And you're, you're just saying that to it, to its face? <laughs> I don't know! Well, I mean, it's, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility, considering Pokemon do understand human speech to a certain degree. It's like, it's like I'm it's trying to head, glean from the Wikipedia page on how to Basically, it's called natural horsemanship, a.k.a. horse whispering. <laughs> Maybe try petting it. Okay, so the ponytail has come near enough that I can reach up and start petting its um, nose muscle. I, I forget what it's called. The face? Face. Oh. The face, yeah, sure. So you pet its face. And it actually kind of likes that. And the longer you do it, it actually just kind of nuzzles into your hand. Okay, Ryan, what were you saying? Uh, feed it some grass or something. Sure. I pull up a clump of grass and start snubbling at that. It, it, it sniffs at it, and then it just kind of does a little... <laughs> and a rush of hot air just blasts your hand. <laughs> And the, the, and oh no, it's not like it's not fire. Okay, it's it's, it's just really hot air, and the grass kind of disintegrates and wilts in your hand. And okay, then don't it, listen to that. Well, mm-hmm. and then it munches on the grass. Oh, it likes dried oh. grass. <laughs> it likes cooked grass. Okay, that's good to know. Mm. Oh, by the way, I'm Freshly kind of a cook. Cooked grass. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, how are you doing with your new cat? Have you named it yet? I picked it up after I released, released it and let it get a little comfortable outside of this ball. I look at it and I see its V on its forehead. It's like, I'm gonna call you Rod Van Dam. Yeah! <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Dan or Van. V. D. <laughs> Off that awesome wrestler I've seen on TV. Also, I'm making WWE canon in this universe. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a, well, it would be like the, the Sinnoh Wrestling Federation. Yeah. This SWO or S wait. SWF yeah, yeah. Federation. The Swift. Yeah, SWF. <laughs> the Swift. 
All right, and when you de- declare its name, which I'm assuming you do it in like an anime style with the RVD <laughs> bursting out behind you. Yeah. It, it waves its claws happily, mm. and then it jumps out well, of it, your... it also does it, just like... <laughs> <laughs> and then it jumps out of your hands and burrows underground. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, how do I... I panic a little bit. How do I recall it? Is it going to come back out? Hey. And, then, and then it pops up behind you. Kata! <laughs> Oh, thank God. And then when you reach out for it, it goes back underground again. Oh, no. <laughs> but you, you can tell it's just playing with you. Oh. Oh, you mean play- Oh, awesome. Also, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think I mentioned this. I'm, I'm treating Krabby like a Pikachu. I'd, I'd never recall him. Okay. He, he's usually old, That's though. fair. I feel like you're all going to be treating a lot of your Pokemon like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so your Pokemon have very quickly become acclimated to you guys. Not that surprising. Yeah, you guys gonna wander around a little more? Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. All right, and Aria, are you still looking for anything in particular? Or are you just trying to go down the route? Are you seeing if there's any trainers you want to battle? Uh, right now, I'm just looking to see if there's any. Pokemon that can help me out, or anything that will really catch my eye. <laughs> you don't see this. He was giving wave, like wavy eyes, doing the wavy oh. eyes. It's like, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Um. You know what? How about you guys roll a perception then? Perception. Yeah, okay. it's not. It's not excessive. I got nine. Uh, I have uh, Okay. So, Julian, you don't see anything. Like, like you're, you're looking under rocks, just really tiny <laughs> rocks. <laughs> um, That's not But, Belle and Gabriel, you guys see something shiny kind of flicker past you guys in the distance. You see that? Oh. Yeah. Something flickering off in the distance. Hey, there ain't nothing running under this rock. <laughs> I don't think there's Pokemon that size. I mean, there might knowledge. be. There, there's this one, like, little, like, spider, electric spider thing. It's, like, as big as a silver dollar, maybe? Electric spiders. Yeah. While you're talking wow. about that, a little Joltik crawls out from under the rock. And, <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> and scampers away into the underbrush. Ah, dang it. <laughs> I mean, you could chase after it. Uh... Hey, Len, you want to find that thing? Eric? Wait, Eric, yeah, Joltik's literally that small? They're one of the smallest Pokemon. They are very tiny. <laughs> they might be able to, like, catch it with a glass or something. <laughs> well, Litten does have the tracker capability, so it might be able to... What can it do? It can roll Perception. 14 or 20. Um, okay. So I'll, I will roll Perception for Eric. Okay. And he can do a 3d6, and he has to hit 14 in order to catch the Joltic scent. And that's 11. That's 14. Yeah. <laughs> so he sniffs the ground for a bit, and his ears pokes up. Litten! Litten! What do you see, boy? And he kind of looks at you, because he doesn't see anything. He smells it. What do you smell, boy? 
And then he's near, and then he kind of scampers away into the underbrush. All right, I start following. Okay. Follow. I follow for support. And yeah, chase after the slitten, and it's heading towards the uh, the walls of the cavern. And as you do, now you see it too, Julian. You see something else, shiny, just kind of flashing in the distance. It looks kind of circular-shaped. Are you? Did you see that? Yeah, it's, it's what me and Belle saw earlier. Yeah. Hmm. I still want to catch this Joltik. You guys want to check out that, uh, that shiny stuff? Yeah, you got, you got this on your own? Yeah, I think Yeah, I we'll, we'll investigate. All okay. Right. I'll meet back up with you guys in a moment. Okay. <laughs> So, let's see. Whose perspective should I follow? For? You know what? I'll, we'll follow Julian's perspective first. You're chasing this Joltik. And it reaches the wall, but it's kind of looking around. It's trying to find a little crack or something and crawl into, but it's a pretty solid rock wall. And it turns around and sees you guys chasing after it. Uh, do we engage in combat? Do you want to? Yes. Okay. All right. Then you do. All right. Eric, use a the hmm, bug type. So fire attacks will just strip, knock it out. Yeah, uh, use growl. All right, let me check what growl does. And I'm also looking at. Uh, um, but you have to roll accuracy for, ac- accuracy for that. Okay. Uh, so what's the roll? Uh, D20. D20? Okay. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, what are my modifiers? On, on Growl? Like I don't growl. think there's any... There's oh, wait, no, do you have... Does Eric have an accuracy stat at all? I don't think so. Uh, no. No. Doesn't seem like it. Okay, wait, so that's... acro, 1D, 1... Wait, 3D? That's acrobatics. Oh, acrobatics. So we can do a flip. Cool. But he's going to miss that growl. Dang. It's so tiny. It just... It literally it goes missed, over its head. It missed sound <laughs> somehow. Um, but you know, Julian, you've got moves too. I do. Uh, you've got so many moves. Stomp! No, that's, that's not a good move. <laughs> Make sure you have rubber insoles. Uh, I'm going to use my move... Uh, wait, moves are edges, right? No, moves are moves. Wait, what? Oh. Where are my moves? It should be on the... No, go back to the first page. Right here, where it says ah. moves. Okay, then I am going to use uh, workup. All right. I don't know if you want to use work up because I'm pretty sure that affects your stats. Yeah, that oh. affects your stats. Oh wait, okay. So, hmm, what affects? Uh, uh, does baby doll? Literally, eyes? yeah. That yeah. literally work all the other ones except for work up. Okay, I'll use a uh, baby doll eyes. All right. So you also have to roll an accuracy check. Oh, well, that's a one. <laughs> so you try to use the baby doll move, baby doll eyes. And you just make the most terrifying face. <laughs> so I make scary face instead. Yeah, but not the move scary face. Yeah, it's just it's You just face. ugly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now, it's not frightened. Now it's angry. 
You have angered the tiny bug. Oh no. And it's gonna hit you with... Hang on, let me check. Hit what... me or Eric? It's gonna hit you. Because oh, you pissed it off more than Eric did. Oh no. It's gonna hit you with Spiderweb. And Spiderweb can't miss. Oh great. Oh god. So it's... <laughs> Well, no, it's, it's gonna. It can't reach that, that high. It's oh. not gonna hit your face. <laughs> hit your leg. It's gonna stop. hit your feet and web you to the ground, and now you're well, stuck. Well, that's a predicament. You uh, are you are stuck and trapped. I can still give commands. Yes. So now it's Eric's turn again. I would like to point out that Eric does know scratch. Yeah, no, I was just starting off with growl. Okay. We mean you could try growl again, but uh, I'm gonna try scratch this time. All right. D twenty again. Yes. Oh my god, I'm not rolling well. Uh, that's a six. Alright, that's a six, and then... Oh yeah, that's definitely gonna miss. Yeah. You're going to shelf a little bit, buddy. Alright, do you want to try a different move? Uh, I'll try a screech. Okay. I'll hit. That's a 19. Oh yeah, that's going to definitely hit. Okay, so... Defensive stat? Yeah, it lowers his defense by two combat stages. Nice. Which basically, it's minus two for combat purposes. Yeah. Alright. And so, the Joltek... Oh wait, how do you screech? Like, are you, are you going to use an instrument, or are you just going to yell at it? Uh... I, I have my laptop out as this is going on because I'm also <laughs> playing some music to extend the mood. <laughs> and I just hit a button that is labeled screech button. <laughs> it just makes like a noise, like a, a screaming noise. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Alright, so let's let's scene change to where Belle and Gabriel are. You guys hear a really loud noise in the distance. <laughs> What's going on? You think we should... Still alive? Uh, I hope not. It would be quite anticlimactic oh, for our adventure to end in a th- couple hours. <laughs> um, and while you guys are talking, you, you hear like kind of a sound, kind of like when you waggle um, plastic back and forth, <laughs> a laminated piece of paper, you kind of hear that noise. And you turn to see the source, and you see this kind of blue metallic round thing floating in the air looking at you. What? What is that? Point Pokedex. And just yeah, very, we both left our very awkwardly our just raise. Pokedex. Not, not even <laughs> reacting. Um, okay. And buffering, buffering, Bronzor, the bronze Pokemon. That. And you get the <laughs> Ancient people believed the pattern on Bronzor's back contained a mysterious power. There are researchers who believe this Pokemon reflected like a mirror in the distant past. Bronzor. And it kind of regards you guys. And then floats away. Okay. And then while you guys are watching after it, you hear footsteps coming up after you. And this little... Who's there? This, this, this little nerdy kid. He bursts out of the bushes. 
He's like, ah! Ah! Oh, hi. <laughs> you guys did... Did you guys see a bronzor around here? Yeah, it just yeah, floated it off that way. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's where the Wayward Cave is said to be located. They say, they say that there are heaps of bronzor inside there, and I'm going to catch one for myself. Go at him, tiger. And with, with, with intimidation or in, in, in determination like that, I'm sure you can. Wait, you're, you're not going to bow me for it? I've caught my first one. I like my little guy. I like my little Ninkata. Mean. Yeah. I just went through the harrowing experience of ponytail whispering. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Billy still out? Yeah. Okay. He's much but I, I get the intuition that maybe he was itching for a fight, and I says, like, are you looking to have a battle? Uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind one. I... I've actually only started recently, and I don't have a lot of experience battling, so... Well, uh, then we share something in common. Oh, okay, well, maybe maybe we should have a battle with each other, to, just to make sure we're good at it. Sounds like an idea. But by the way, my name's Melvin. Of course, Melvin. <laughs> name's Gabriel. Poor child. <laughs> Destroy <laughs> And then, and then he turns to Belle. And what's your name? Me? Yeah, yeah, you. Well, I mean, I mean, Gabriel introduced himself, and you've just kind I of been. Uh, hi, Belle. My name's Melvin. And he reaches out to shake your hand. <laughs> Trepidatiously, it's kind of sweaty. What, well, yours or his? His. Yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just left town today. I, I mean, I guess I guess you already know that because I haven't battled before. Do, do you guys want to want to do a, a single battle or, or a double battle, and then then we can all battle Pokemon with each other? Do you have two Pokemon? Oh, oh yeah, I I got my starter, and then I also got a Pokemon from my mom. <laughs> Sorry if I sound weird. I have laryngitis. <laughs> Because my nerd accent has devolved over the course of the past five minutes. <laughs> I heard about these double battles. Anyone mind? You don't, if, if you want a double battle, I'm down. Okay. Sure. Alright. What Pokemon are you two going to use? Rod Van Dam! Min! 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 Come over here, Billy. I release... Pony! I really think kind of like right beside me, and I like I get down to his levels. Like you can do this, buddy. And what's what's uh, a doing right now? He's sitting off to the side. He's flexing. See you, nice. Yeah. And what's joining in? Okay. She's just chilling. Yeah. All right. We'll see if you got the stuff. Okay, go zigzagoon and cricketot. Zig zigzagoon. <laughs> and so you guys see. Oh no! The, the, this cricket hop knows things. Oh, oh, <laughs> special one. And so you got you guys see a little uh, brown raccoon type thing, 
and an orange bug that has like it looks like it's wearing a little sweater. Okay. Are you guys gonna whip out your Pokedexes yeah. at them? Yes. Remember, every time you poke it, get a Pokedex entry, you get an experience point. Yes. All right, yeah, I got one for Bronzor then. Yeah, by the way, in the middle now, I pull out the Pokedex, so I know no shit. <laughs> yeah, so, um, it'll be three for Bell and Gabriel, and then Julian sitting at two. Yeah. Or no, it wouldn't be four because Ninkata, Bronzor, oh, right. and his two. Right. Yeah. Okay, so. But. It's Buffering and. Zigzagoon, the tiny raccoon Pokemon. Zigzagoon restlessly wanders everywhere at all times. This Pokemon does so because it is very curious. It becomes interested in anything that it happens to see. And then it buffers again. And... Cricketot, the cricket Pokemon. When its antenna hit each other, it sounds like music of a xylophone. It chats with each other using the sounds of its colliding antenna. These sounds are fall hallmarks. And the uh, Cricketot, it just gets really excited and kind of ding, ding, the two antenna together. All right. So since this is an actual trainer battle, let's figure out how initiative works. Okay. And before, I will just say, point out that Lindsay, you've got dynamism, which means that your initiative will be increased by your guile rank. Okay. So my guile is at three. Yeah. So it'll be however you cal- we calculate initiative plus three. Okay, so your initiative is just your speed stat. But it would be the Pokemon speed stat. But we'll say that the dynamism can work for the Pokemon too. Yeah. So 7 plus 3 is 10. Okay, so Ninkata's 8. Eight and Billy's, like, the speed. Okay. I said that. I'm just reminding myself. Um, and that's going to be 11 plus. How much was your guile, Lindsay? Uh, my guile was. Uh, three. Okay. So your speed is 14. So you're probably going to be going first. Okay. Um, actually, yeah. So it's going to go Billy, RVD, uh, Zigzagoon, Cricketot. Okay. So what's Billy going to do first? Ooh. Oh, right. And the moves. What are Ponyta's moves? Tackle, growl, tail whip. yet but I think I will use tackle on uh, Cricketot alright so roll your accuracy ugh seven nope that'll still hit oh it's not fast or agile (laughs) okay and so then the damage for that one because we're doing set damage will be 13 minus the uh, defense, Negative. 6. So what's 13 minus? Uh, 7. All right, so it takes 7 damage. Okay, next up is RVD. Okay. I guess I don't, I don't need to worry about this ability right now. It's like I was, was going to ask, because like, I'm going to get used 4-1 oh, and right. what their moves are. Well, 4-1 automatically uh, tells you the highest damage base. Oh, high the... damage base, okay. And the highest damage base is... And also, how does it communicate that? <laughs> I, I, I have to learn. It would be like changing okay. its antenna. I'm gonna have to learn antenna language. 
Okay, so... Like, so just point. points. So, yeah, so Van makes uh, intense antenna gestures towards the Zigzagoon, and then intense antenna gestures towards Billy as Billy tackles a Krikatot. Which I'm going to assume is kind of just like running up at it, spinning around, and doing a kick. <laughs> or just like bashing his head. That, that works too. Alright, I'm going to take it as those two are the strongest. Um, Alright, nobody's fighting the Zigzagoon, so scratch! All right, and Zoyer uh, Accuracy? 17. Oh, yeah, that'll... That should... Yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> okay, and then the damage for that one was 11. Plus... Oh, wait, no. Oh, shoot, I forgot. It's that plus... Atta- what was... <laughs> point and attack was 13. Yeah. And then your damage yeah. is 13. Yes. That's 13 plus 26, and then minus 8 is 18. So that's actually going to be... Maybe, maybe adjust. Yeah, okay, I've adjusted Krikotot's health. It is in yellow. So I'm just telling you, you, you did even better than I told you you did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Okay, and then, so then Scratch is 11 plus Nukata's attack, and his attack is 7, so that's 18. Minus the Zigzagoon's defense is 4. <laughs> so we'll do 14 damage to him, and alright. Next is Zigzagoon's uh, move. It's going to use Growl on Billy. It got a 7. So Billy's speed is 8 right now. Melvin is also desperately like typing into a calculator, trying to figure out how much damage he's doing. <laughs> With Growl. He's got like one of those... Uh, it's like an abacus or something? It's like, like a stockman from the 80s? But like shonen style. Okay, so... So you're going to get hit with a growl, which will just lower your attack by one for this combat. Okay. And then Krikatot is going to use Bide. How does Bide work? <laughs> okay, so but what, the thing. what like... Bide does is that on the next turn, it can hit all the foes in range with the amount of damage that it was given. And then, so that's their turn. Now let's flash back to, to Julian and Eric and Joltik. It's on you, this fire's going down, but I can't move. Ma- uh, uh, me- meanwhile, Eric has also been hit by the web. Like, oh no. Actually, no, that's, that's too mean. I'll say I got hit by a string shot, okay. so it's slightly slower. I'm not even sure if the lowering the speed is going to do much... Not really at this point. Well, we're going to try to scratch anyways. Alright. Oh, that's a 12. Oh yeah, that hits. Okay. So, Joltek gets hit by the scratch. Scratch is 11 damage, right? Uh, yes. yes. So that's 11 plus Eric's attack. Which is... Where's your attack? 12. Okay, so that's 23 minus 7 is 16. So that's going to take Joltik down to... There we go. Okay, so it is in the yellow. Okay. Do you want to do another move, Ryan? Okay. Uh, hmm. Got nothing that can really affect its, uh, its actual, like, status. So, like, you have supersonic. 
And well, same. I mean, that, that doesn't really, like, that's not like poisoning or paralyzing it. It's not, but it's you not have, exactly the same. But you have Sing. I do. And I have that on my computer. DK, is, is it you singing or is it someone else singing? It, it's a me Which? auto-tuned hard oh, so it actually sounds singing. <laughs> it's like T-Pain. And what are you singing? <laughs> Uh, oh, what? Which song was T Pain featured on? <laughs> I mean, he's been featured on a lot. I know, but there's a specific song I'm thinking of. Also, is T Pain T Pain, or is does he have a Pokemon name here? Uh, T Pain Split. Nice. <laughs> oh no, I'll, I'll just play Sing on laptop. Singing, I'm in a Pokemon battle and I'm singing. I want you to fall asleep and I'm singing. Okay, oh wait, no, you have to roll the d20. Yeah. That's a seven. Oh yeah, no, that misses. It has an accuracy check of ten. Jesus. (laughs) But it has no attacks. (laughs) And now... Can I throw a Pokeball at it? Yeah, you can throw a Pokeball at it. Like, is is it like only just in the yellow, or is it like halfway through the yellow? Did I do like half its health or something? It's at. It's pretty much right in the middle yellow, so you have a chance. Chance to knock it out. You Mm. might you might be better off just scratching again. Mm. Yeah, that might be smart. It's on my turn, right? You're right. Joltik's turn. It's Joltik's turn. Joltik is gonna use. Joltik is gonna use String Shot. Okay. On on Eric. Okay. So he's he just kind of bundled up in all this gooey string. Don't worry, buddy. You're doing fine. Doing great. <laughs> we'll get this guy. See, that would affect his evasion capabilities, but combined with the fact that Joltik already has compound eyes. It can't miss anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now, is Eric going to use a scratch attack? Uh, yeah, we'll give that scratch shot again. 15. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. And so that's going to take him down to the red zone. All right, now I'm going to throw a Pokeball. Actually, let me, let me check something. It's going to take her down to the red zone. Okay. Because feminism. Okay, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw a Pokeball at it. Okay. Do, 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 ding! Hey! And now I like drip the spider web off my feet. <laughs> Wait, I've just been standing here this entire time. Okay, <laughs> like, but I run over to as, and I as grab you're walking and grab my like wad of a linen. <laughs> just like, alright, buddy, I got you. I, Sure. And also, at, whenever you make a step, your speed isn't hindered at all anymore. But whenever you make a step, it makes a like sticky noise, like when you when your entire soul is covered in gum. <laughs> I hope those aren't new shoes. No, these are old shoes. That's good. I can. Well, we'll figure that out later. Uh, well, I also just get the string off of off of wood. <laughs> Off of Eric. Yeah. Now, like, 
Hmm. What do I name this game? This. It's Joltik. Joltik. And I'll, yeah, I also like do the Pokedex thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Joltik, the attaching Pokemon. Joltik that live in cities have learned a technique for sucking electricity out of the outlets and houses. They attach themselves to large-bodied Pokemon and absorb static electricity, which they store in an electric pouch. Hmm. Well, you caused me some trouble. So, you're gonna be definitely some trouble for our people. So I'm gonna call you... Charge Plug. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Sounds you like an Autobot. No, I didn't! Charge Plug. Oh, Charge... I thought you said Orange Plug. No. Charge plug. Okay. <laughs> it, no, it sounds like an Autobot. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, now, do you think you have the ability to notice that there's a battle going on several yards away from you? Uh, well, let's... Not, look, I mean, in, in the distance, but close enough that you could hear it if you bothered to listen. I was a little, little focused. Also, I have my music in, so... Also, I forgot that I bought a hat for a reason. I'm in a battle, so I turned it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know I it's a battle. I like. I'm gonna help him later. And I go to the Pokemon Center. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention that I actually have a med kit. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, but we would have to expend it. So. Is it an expendable item? No, I don't no, think, um, think it's because is, I have a first aid kit. I can. I make a check, and I heal Pokemon for that check, and plus I also remove any, any, um, any, um, what's the word? Injuries? Like, shot, uh, badness? Any, status. Any, any, any status effects. I remove any status effects. But unlimited usage of the Pokemon Center. I'll I'm take pretty sure the first aid kit is not expendable. I don't no. think it is. But I'm going, I, I'm going for more of the comedy bit. <laughs> I think it's bags. just assumed what it, it, and it, also to try and like get this gunk off my shoe. <laughs> I think the med kit is it, just it's it's just basically understood that basically whenever I ha- I can I replenish it because yeah. the the thing the things I use in it are inexpensive. Yeah. Oh, it costs you uh, ability points though. Yeah, it uses basically like one AP fancy mana. Yeah. Okay, so since we've caught the spider, let's. Let's run back to the more important battle, where it is Billy's turn. Billy's in. Alright. So, uh, let's take out that Krikotan. Alright. Krikotot, whatever it's called. I will use another tackle. Alright. Um, nine. Okay, you'll still hit. Okay. And so that's 13... (laughs) 13 damage plus Billy's attack, which is 13, so that's 26 again, and then minus the defense is 20, so, oh, oh yeah, Krikatoon's absolutely fainted. Yay! Hey, what's your bug boy doing? He's gonna keep the scratch attack going. Alright. Boom! Just an eight. Okay, and then... Wait, who are you attacking? The, Doesn't uh, matter, you'd hit either one. Okay, oh, Zigzagoon. Nice. Oh, right, because I guess... You can... If you were attacking the Krikatoon, that'd be mean. Take him all down. Heel turn. I am the alpha bug. That definitely hits, and add in the... Uh, that's 18 
minus his defense is four. So that's fourteen. So, all right. So Zig is in the red, but he's still kicking. And he, oh, so Krikodot never got to use Bide. That's a shame. <laughs> Zig Zigun's gonna try and tackle only Kata. It's a nine. And then Ninkata's highest evade. So it is going to hit. And then that's going to be... Uh, what is Tackle 13. Plus his attack is 18. Alright, and stab. How does stab work? We haven't had to use stab yet. Oh, so it's just another plus two. That's 20. And then Ninkata's defense is... But his defense is 13, Ninkata. So it'll take seven... Only take seven damage. So Ninkata's right now is sitting at 22 hit points. Okay. And now it rolls back over to Billy. Alright. Um, I will... Being the pragmatic person that I am, I'm just going to use one more tackle. Yeah! So basically, if you hit, you kill it. So just make sure you roll a good roll. Uh, 20. Crit. Oh, crit. Describe <laughs> how you crit this poor Zigzagoon. <laughs> Billy, who is filled with a berserker rage. <laughs> a fiery horse. <laughs> just plows into this poor Zigzagoon. This is... Samples it without any effort to go down Just to its level. Punts it to no. the fucking moon. Zig Zagoon Zagoon! I'm only picturing what he, Melvin thinks after that. This is for his, his first trainer battle for his Zig Zagoon to get destroyed. Zig Zagoon does not get launched that high into the air, but he does come crashing down and Mel. You know what? Plonk. Melvin, let's see how good you are at athletics. <laughs> Nerdy. <laughs> he, oh. he makes a running dive and catches him and slams his face into a tree. Oh, oh dear heavens, no. I come to see if Melvin's okay. <laughs> yeah. And As I'm doing so great at job, this point, you like come back, like yes. after, they're like, hey guys, oh, <laughs> yeah, you party. Wow, you guys messed that kid up. Man, wow, I caught a Pokemon. Like, honestly, I didn't mean to, but like, what if he's the PC? He he just white it out. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, like a bucket of water or something. Wait, you got a crabby. Use bubble on his face to wake him up. <laughs> is he actually out? If, if that is the case, is I he like KO'd? <laughs> he's kind of dazed. <laughs> you can use bubble anyway. You'll be fine. Oh god, I think I need to wake him up. Crabby, bubble him. <laughs> <laughs> slap, 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 slap. And Melvin's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> oh my god, you you guys 
beat me so hard. Oh. I thought my first Pokemon battle would be better than this. Like there's a Pokemon Center just down the road a little bit. Go heal it up your boys. You did a great job. Did the, the, the bravery alone to make your first battle a two on one is very brave on your end. Really? I yeah. That is pretty commendable. I just wanted to make sure my Pokemon would get a good amount of experience. I'm, I'm glad you guys think that I'm a good trainer. I think so. You'll do great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a good start, kid. You guys are so nice. I hope if we ever run into each other again that I'll be strong enough to beat you guys. That's the goal. Yeah. All right, well... You guys have fun. Um, if, like I was saying before, there's a cool cave that way that has, like, some really interesting Pokemon in it. If you want to take a venture inside there, uh, I'm going to go to the Pokemon Center now, though, so I'll see you around. And then he kind of waves you and, and leaves, and he looks a bit dejected, but you think he'll be okay. He'll be fine. Yeah. Man, you guys fucked them up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't mean to. My inner wrestling fan goes on, Tag Team Champions! <laughs> you think I caught it just like, does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I caught, I caught that uh, jolting. Charge plug. I never actually did see it because I've never, my character is never is still baffled that there's an electric spider. It's like I've you heard. caught the thing you were chasing. What was it? Uh, it's this. Jumping. Ah, you're kidding! I thought you were kidding. An electric spider? Yeah, I I didn't realize that thing was in there, and uh, that scared the that scared the crap out of me initially. But and I by, got it. And by the way, she has a patient nature, so she sits very nice. Yeah, she's probably going to eat it if that Len decides to play with it. <laughs> Alright, and, and as you guys are comparing Pokemon, you hear that kind of wibbly sound again, and you guys see a trio of Bronzor that just hover over your heads. And yeah, bring out the Pokedex, because I haven't seen it yet. And, and you ding the Bronzor, and it's like, they're Bronzor, da 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 And... They uh, fly into a little hidden crevasse in the mountainside that you didn't quite notice before. And it definitely seems big enough that you guys could go follow them in as well. Mm. Want to check it out? Yeah. Fortune favors yeah. the bold. Let's go. That's what Dad told me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Our heroes are off to a rocking good start to their journey where each member will not only go through the trials and tribulations of being a Pokemon trainer, but find that danger looms around every corner. For our heroes, these days will come to be known as Adventures in the Millennium! <laughs>